thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to another edition of 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. My name is Marcus Pierce, and here I am with the legend himself, the co-founder of The Wellness Couch and The Wellness Guys, he's Dr. Damien Christoph. Hello, mate. I haven't got a title. Well, you know why you've got a title? Is because there are... This is the first time in 150 plus episodes you haven't invented something. You know what happens, mate? When you become a legend... I've been kicked. When you become a legend and a co-founder... Moved on. And we have other guests with other titles... Okay. Oh, yeah. Your standards, oh, yeah. Your standards are now <laughs> anything less than a title. <laughs> Whilst Damo has a little pity party over here. I'm so sad. I'm going to introduce... Things are different between you and me. I'm going to introduce <laughs> two very special guests. You're all right there, mate. I'll be right. We have in the 100 Night Out studio today two incredible people. I'm going to introduce you both individually. And you've got an amazing story to tell. I'd like to first introduce Amanda McMillan to the studio. Amanda is the co-founder of Well and You and has the incredible journey of me, the eight-month journal or diary, which actually allows you to live the most incredible life. And uh, Well and You have been a great part of the Wellness Couch and the Wellness Summit, and we look forward to hearing more about your story. Thank you so much for joining us, Amanda. Thank you for inviting us. Oh, our absolute pleasure. And our special guest alongside Amanda is Terence Broadway. Terence is the co-founder of Telehealth. And Terence, I'm going to call you Tez for the rest of this podcast sure. because I don't do proper names. <laughs> me too. Very well. <laughs> Two syllables is tough. That's right. But yeah. Tez, we're going to find out more about telehealth and more about your story and more about why you're both in here for a 100 Not Out today. But thank you so much for joining us, Tez. Thank you very much for having me. Now, there's so many questions we want to ask, and this is going to go in many number of directions. But the one thing that the viewers and the listeners definitely can't see, and the viewers might not be able to see, is that you, Amanda, have this beautiful baby <laughs> bump just living under the, the desk there, mm. the table. Still fits. And it's not any baby bump. When when I up until I found out about this, I I just assumed you didn't have any children because it wasn't part of our conversation. Mm-hmm. And then at some point, either via email or in a conversation, no, that's right. When I was when you were asking me about Sarah, and you yeah. said how's Sarah going because Sarah's pregnant, and uh, I told her the rest, and then you said, oh, my belly's growing, or I'm twenty weeks. I was like, what? And then I was like, what's going on? And then you said this will be my fourth, and I was like, what? <laughs> And I was so happy and so confused all at the same time. Yeah. And I've since learned, we've since learned that this is your fourth surrogacy. My second surrogacy. Second surrogacy. Yeah, two children of my own already. So Mia and Ava, they're seven and eight. Right. Um, Two little girls. And then this is our second surrogacy uh, for Tez and Michael. Um, wow. Tess's partner. Yeah. Okay, so it's even more interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's so more fascinating than it was. So you've got a seven and an eight-year-old. Yes. And two surrogacies. Yes. So my first question is, what led you to uh, not only have Mira and Ava, but then decide that you were going to go down the surrogacy path? Yeah, a fascinating story. So... Gosh, Harper is um, Tez and Michael's um, little girl, is almost two, so she'll be two in June. And um, the journey before that was about three years. So we've kind of been on this journey for five yeah. years, I suppose, or, at, or longer. We were at um, a friend's wedding in St Kilda. It was the 28th of January, which year? Or oh. 11. Yeah. <laughs> and um, we, um, we'd, talk, we'd spoken before about wanting to have a baby through surrogacy and... 
that night we all had a few drinks and Amanda said, we would like to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh goodness, we're having a few drinks. Is she going to remember what you said this morning? Oh gosh. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, that's, well, that's the first memory I always have. Yeah. Because I don't really remember asking. Or, we never asked. We never asked, but we just said, we would love to have kids and we would love to try this. Um, we found out um, not long after then that you could do it this way and you didn't have to go to India or some other country. Um, yeah, that's, yeah, so that's how that happened. Wow. Yeah. Exciting. No, that's, that's fantastic. I know I've got some friends in LA who, um, who, to get, who have got a, a surrogate child themselves, two yes. guys, um, and have a surrogate child with, with another lady, and I think they're going for another one as well. And it yes. seemed to me to be such a novel idea because, you know, in the conversations um, that we've had around having children, it always seems to be that someone's having a surrogate child for someone who's having difficulty having a child, yes. not someone who chooses to have a child. Yes. And, and I love it. It's just such an amazing thing to be able to do, particularly in Australia where, you know, everything's kind of black and white, right or wrong. And Marcus and I talk about black and white and right or wrong all the time. And, we, and there's the ignorance of the colours. But you guys are actually showing the colours in between, which is the life and excitement and, and bringing life back into, you know, and fun back into it all. Yeah. It's so exciting. It's beautiful. It's great. So um, for us, I suppose, you know, the, for Brent and I, so my husband and I, and Terry and Michael were talking about having a, a child and, you know, how do they make that happen and so forth. And one night um, we got home from Michael and Terry's and I kind of said to Brent, Brent, I think we should do it and, you know, and be surrogates. And Brent said to me, I've been waiting for you to say that. So he kind of thought that, you know, Amanda's absolutely going to want to do this and just kind of when is the question going to be asked. So Okay. I've got to ask a question. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Ask. Journo mine is going off the charts here. So yeah. I don't know enough about the story. but And if I'm going too far, just let me know because this all is right. all very blind. <laughs> isn't it, right? So did, did you and Brent decide at some point that you had had, that you were done with your kids? Like... Yeah, so I'm assuming that you, you and Brent are the parents of Mira, Mira and Ava. Yes. So did, did you go like we're happy with our two, don't want a third, but yeah, yeah, definitely. So, so, yeah, so we time. went through um, twelve months. So once we decided, yes, we wanted to be surrogates, we kind of asked Michael and Terry, you know, we'd love to be surrogates. Brent and I were so nervous because we were like, oh my god, what if they say no? They don't want oh us to be, gosh. you know, like yeah. it's options crazy. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. We're lining up your door. Yeah, we were really nervous. <laughs> oh, but you're sorry again. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And so then, when the process started, it took um, over twelve months of counselling and like we've been asked, you know, a thousand and one questions really. Oh, yeah, by panels. Panels of people. Of people. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's quite amazing oh, the process. Incredible. And so part of the 12-month process is that they kind of drill you around, have you finished your family? Yeah. So there's a, I mean, there's a, so many rules in Victoria, but one of the rules is you've got to have children already oh. and they like you to have finished your family already yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. So part of that process, we thought that we'd finished yeah. and part of that process was about kind of really nutting that out. Are you sure you don't want to have any more of your own? Okay. Yeah. So not that you, okay, don't answer this if it breaks any rules. But now <laughs> that this is your fourth surrogacy. Yes. And you're an incredibly healthy woman. Do you have urges to continue growing your family? No, definitely not. not. (laughs) Where they come from with that questioning is that if Amanda does this now and then decides to have another child and then she can't, is there resentments there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they they like to think of every little thing that plants a seed in your brain. Sure. Absolutely. Tell you what, if I wanted a surrogate mum you would have to be the most incredible candidate like someone that is just so i'm a bit naughty though like i do like i was 
go, you know, like just break all the rules with, you know, keep doing CrossFit, keep doing all of this stuff, don't yeah. I? Sometimes I was kind of doing handstands at this gym ninjas the other night and Jerry's like, In what good hands, are by you the way. Doing? In good hands. And now he's got an agenda. He's yes. like, hold on a minute. Stop right there. Stop right there. No, yeah. There's plenty that they don't make you do. Great question. That's a great point, though, because I was talking with a great mate, Marga Show. About would we give different advice to our uh, spouses yes. if yes. they were pregnant? Like, do, would we, you know, say, I'll oh, just continue to do the things that you'd normally otherwise do? Or would we say, don't do handstands or don't <laughs> jump up and down because it might fall out? Get you know, so, you <laughs> or we, yeah, we got to be don't giving different advice. And my thing was, no, I wouldn't give different advice. And, and I haven't in the past. But what about with food? Like, have you, do you have to, because... I like to break the rules with food. Yes. Um, and I think that the things that you would normally eat all the time should be the things you would continue to eat all yes. the time when you're pregnant. So some people stay away from soft cheese and, and you know. Cured meats. Cured meats bacon, and, all, yeah. and bacon and all that sort of stuff. And, and I think, well, if your body is used to it mm. and you conceived with it, yeah. then you should be able to continue. Yeah. You know? Like eggs is a big one for me. Like some people, when they're pregnant, I think that they'll have, they won't have the runny eggs. Yeah. You know, they'll yeah. only have solid eggs or maybe yeah. not the yolk at all. Yeah. But I just, yeah, I just, the boys are so laid back as well. Like I just eat whatever feels right and whatever I would normally eat. So yeah. I don't kind of go, no, I'm not having that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The strangest thing happens to me though, I go nuts on dairy. So normally I wouldn't necessarily have dairy yeah. or have very much dairy at all. Yeah. But um, <laughs> like in a smoothie or something, usually right. I'd have like, you know, water or coconut water. Yeah. Well, it's now it's milk. Just, you know, full give fat. me the full fat, yeah. fat milk. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you need it. So I just, mm. I just go with that. Well, yeah. no, it's fascinating. Well, it's listening to your body, isn't it? And so, yeah. you know, as we age and often what we find and as people move through, they start to listen to their bodies. So, you know, we interviewed Noel McMahon and I saw what he did and didn't eat when we were at the party. And I know what my, my um, grandmother-in-law, Hitty, Isabel, what she eats and what she doesn't eat. We'll go out for dinner, we'll go out for lunch and she'll choose just to have the ice cream. That's all. She wow. won't have anything else. Like that's all she feels like she can eat. And she's 95. And so we talk about longevity, we talk about aging well, we look at some of these guys here, Dexter Kruger, who would have a cup of coffee at you know midnight to help him get to sleep, yeah. you know, breaking all of the Not rules, yeah. all That's of the amazing. rules. Yeah. Um, when you listen to your body and you do what it's asking you to do, then you'll make decisions like that. And it's really only through judgment or what other people value with a eating program or a lifestyle program that they say, mm, bad. Yeah. shouldn't be having dairy same with the you movement know? i think you know like um yeah, yeah so so you know sometimes you know i'll feel like doing a handstand and that will be all cool and yeah. then other nights i'll just be like oh actually i'm not going to do the handstands tonight i'll just you know do other Something things else. so yeah i'm going to get really into wanting to see it as the um <laughs> father do you get to attend the birth Yes, because that's something that we've, we, <laughs> we're like, we're like a village, like even the, the egg donor is very close to us as well. Oh, great. Um, so we sort of have gone this journey together and, um, Michael and I were there for the last birth. We were not down the hill <laughs> end. I was looking out a window, Michael squeezing my hand. I'm like, yeah. oh my God. Um, <laughs> Michael squeezing your hand yeah. in pain. Oh yeah. He's yeah. like, every time a man is like, yeah, he's oh, like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> and I'm like, it's my knuckle. hand. Come on. Um, yeah. Um, One of the really important things for Brent, like he kind of doesn't really have any rules or, you know, like he's been really supportive, kind of no rules and, um, 
you know, which must be hard for a, um, you know, a partner of a surrogate, I think, sometimes yes. as well. It must be a really sure. interesting journey for him. A lot of different profiles and different um, challenges that would come up. Yes. For, I'm just drawing this down. We've got this Brent, your all, husband, then yeah. we've got Michael, your partner, yeah. then we've yes. got yourself, and then we've got... Um, the egg donor yeah, and the sperm Mel. donor, sorry, egg donor yep. and sperm, and like so <laughs> many like, different people that's involved. That's why we call it the know. village. Doing oh, surrogacy God. here and homegrown, it yeah. is all about the people. It's about mm. the people. This this journey, you can't do it without it. You can't pay someone, so it has it has to be the right people, and it yeah. makes all the difference. Yeah, it really does. Oh, and right. oh. yeah. they're all out there, and I just think people should find the right people in their lives because it helps. Yeah, but that's across and all facets. Though, absolutely. It? You know, like in the CrossFit arena, like you're only working out with people that you like. You know, most of the time, I'm sure, right? Yeah. It's just all your eyes going over the corner, like, oh, he's thinking, oh, he's thinking. Oh, but, you they know, pay the bills, so yeah. <laughs> I think as long as you surround yourself with the right yeah. people, then you can live a happy existence. It's when you surround yourself or you're forced to surround yourself with people that maybe you don't want to engage with or engage in that things can kind of go a little bit pear-shaped. So mm-hmm. it's nice that you start with that in mind. And when we when we spoke with um, the Shedders... Uh, yeah, Heather. Heather. We yep. spoke with Heather, the, who's the Shedder? Heather the Shedder. <laughs> <laughs> they've actually got a breakaway group of people who have broken away from humanity, right? And so they've actually got a four-acre farm and they've gone and lived on this block of land together and disengaged themselves from almost the rest of well, not really. Three couples. Six wow. couples. And so they're pulling all their resources. They farm all their food. You know, they, they do all of that. But they still, I mean, they give to the community, but they don't live to anybody else's rules. Mm-hmm. But they all respect each other, which is exactly what you guys are talking yeah. about. And it feels, it's always felt less arrangey. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah. less arrangement. Like, oh, no, I can't do this or do that. It's all really... Someone's doing this for us. Do what you like and we're yeah. just going to say yes. Mm. Really. Like, it's all about the gift for us. Like for Brent and I, you know, we, we think that the, I mean, the greatest gift that you could give anyone is, is a child, I think. And, yeah. and, you know, particularly people that can't have them either mm. through, you know, something that, you know, medical reason or, you know, can't have them or mm. whatever it might be. And so um, that's kind of what drives the whole thing, doesn't yeah. it? The gift of, yeah. And for us to be able to kind of be in Harper's life and see her grow up. That's and, exactly what yeah, I wanted to ask you. You speak about this gift it goes it goes in so many ways you yeah. give the gift um to tez and michael but you and uh brent also have this gift you, if you're in harper's life yeah. what's it like to <laughs> see a human being grow up who literally came through you and is growing up in the world but you don't um have that 24 7 responsibility it's a bit right. yeah but it, that's all I was I was, I was right. you know how grandparents talk about yeah. that you know they can spend as much or as little time as they want with them yeah but yeah. they they say but we get to give them back at the yeah. same time like um is it similar it's, to that it's it- i you know it's similar to being an auntie or an uncle i think you know so you know terry and michael don't live very far away from us and we get to see harper all the time and yeah so it's it's just like being a you know an auntie and uncle to harper yeah. and yeah. she and yeah. yeah she squeals when her daughter's come over yeah she's a crack do, do they so. call each other sisters no because no, they're not they call each right. other cousins, yeah. cousins. Yeah. Yeah. yeah i wonder yeah. how that would yeah. work right yeah. Yeah. so not... your auntie yes right yeah yeah because yeah. yeah. it's yeah that's just the way like and and harper will understand one day it's certainly not this weird thing where people hide it and then yeah. why didn't you tell me and it's very home and away yeah. um, <laughs> it's all it's all out there and very like legitimate, like she'll understand science. Like, you know, when we explained to the egg donor's son when he was eight, he goes, oh, so you're using science. I'm like, bam, why can't, yeah. it's just that easy for a child to understand. Yeah. yeah. And um, 
No yeah. emotion or logic. Yeah, yeah. Just, so this is what you're doing. Hey. Yeah. So I want to ask you, Tez, you're co-founder of Tally Health. Yes. So Health is a, and you're in Melbourne. Yes, yeah. in South Melbourne. In South Melbourne. Um, just so you can tell everyone who's listening and watching, um, rather than me asking you, what are all the different services that you provide? Okay. Well, and then I'll ask you why. Tally Health is the, the parent to CrossFit South Wolf. It also, we also have, we believe in the, the wellness space also. Um, so we have, like, we'll have massage therapists that, that work different days of the week. We have amazing um, float tanks, so the sensory deprivation tanks, um, which are quite popular at the moment. We also have a natural whole foods cafe and cool. we look after um, big clients in the area, which we never knew would exist. And then they've kept us, yeah. they've been like a really good breadwinner for us. Um, and Catering. So yeah, our catering is a massive um, part of what we do now, and we do everything well. Yeah, so, nice. and, but <laughs> we right. just do. We know, like, we suss everyone out, and we know what people are doing, and, and we we believe we've got a great product, um, and we've got the right people, and they will believe in it. But CrossFit Southwell is inside there. Yeah, um, we've got um, yeah, amazing box. Come for a visit. <laughs> Absolutely. Everyone in Melbourne, um, go to CrossFit South Wharf, down to Telehealth. But I want to ask you this. With that in mind, mm-hmm. how important to you, even though this has all happened quite synchronously, how important is it to you to have someone like Amanda who is so health conscious and so probably philosophically aligned to the way you view the world as well to be um, bringing this next child into the world? Because at the same time, we can all imagine like in any relationship dynamic, if you've got one eating well and one not eating mm. well, mm-hmm. particularly through that pregnancy phase, you've got different philosophies Absolutely. and the rest. Mm. Like um, how reassuring do you find this that you don't have to talk a different language to Amanda and mm-hmm. vice versa? It's all very similar. Oh, it's great. I think anyone knows me knows that I'm just going to talk my own language. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah. It's lovely. And and we, Well and you, have our head office upstairs, upstairs. at Telehealth, so that's yeah. really beautiful as well. Yeah. So was that all because of what, how, um, how the, like, did the surrogacy lead to Well and you being in Telehealth or did you guys meet No, first? it just aligned that so, way because yes. we like to do things together and we just think that we're the right dynamic for it. Mm. So, wow. um, yeah. So we've been friends for 10 years wow. and so had, we owned another business together and then... Oh, well, we've got a <laughs> detail-oriented. Yeah, 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 I love it. <laughs> and then we had another business together, and when we sold that business, we were able to set up Tally Health and have Well and You there. And yeah, Beautiful. so it's kind of been yeah. a bit of a dream to kind of bring all of that together into the one space. And it's exciting yeah. to, to know the thing that you want to achieve, and then now you just see people everywhere around it's just great you know you know that you're having an impact somehow Mm. even if it's this even if it's you know people coming into the cafe to you know grab a a salad for lunch you know in that particular area of south melbourne there it's Mm. quite industrial Mm -hmm. and so there hasn't been the opportunity to kind of eat well in that that area and Tez and I when we were driving here today we saw a um, taco van and yeah. we were like oh, well, yeah. taco vans you know we we, <laughs> felt, we felt like winding down the window and singing out Tally Cafe just along the road <laughs> but you know it's yeah. it's yeah. O, it's a week at the the music oh, college next yeah. door so oh, the, yes. the hipster crowd that love the food I, I do too I'm just saying <laughs> um, yeah but the taco truck doesn't work every day yeah, yeah. No, it's, like, it's like the hot dog van that uh, rocks up to the beach down at Brighton. You know, it's, oh. they're German Kranskis. You know, so that makes it better. You know, so people lining up for these Kranskis. I'm like, oh, come on, eat some salad. Yeah, you know. but yeah, we had we had the. I think the, the taste, when we set up, we've had this going for over a year now. The tasty truck mm. would rock up in the car park every day. And the, their yes. food's like a fighting weapon. 
like <laughs> holes in walls. Um, and I'm like, when I realized what was in that area then, we had to up everything because we were literally going to be a smoothie bar mm-hmm. inside a cafe and then realized, well, we have to have, we have to have more of an impact here. Yeah. Nice. Um, and then it, it made a shift just like that. Mm. Just we had to. Vision, hey. mission, purpose. Well, wellness yeah. summit. <laughs> wellness summit. See September, need, need. <laughs> or wellness summit. September ten and eleven. Just thinking on the run here. Maybe they could come at the Melbourne um, convention. Uh, what in Melbourne yeah. convention we'll exhibition there. center? We won't be far from Telehealth. Yeah. We could do that. We've That's been lucky one. to host a few things actually. A lot in some way. Actually, and Christmas Abbott soon. Mm. He's yeah. a, um, a, a well-known crossfitter. Okay. He does seminars. Yep. So we get to have her. We got heaps. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, more than welcome to come down. That's a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> indeed. Indeed. We'll be talking. I have one more question. Do you have any more questions? Uh, well, there's so many. There's so much. Uh, there's a few things that we've touched on, you know, like vision, mission, purpose. That's come up in this one. Yeah. You know, we often talk about, you know, the need to have a vision, mission and purpose. If you're going to make a big difference, if you're going to make an impact, um, you both obviously share a similar sort of vision. Um, and that is that, you know, people, well, I, I'm assuming that is that people stay well. Um, you're on a mission. Yeah. You're definitely on a mission. Um, and But I'd love to know the reason for it. What's your purpose yeah, behind all of that? Exactly. I think Tess and I were talking about this again in the car on the way here, kind of talking about, you know, what is the, the purpose oh, and the, <laughs> yeah, and the, you know, what kind of drives us forward. And I think it's all around um, giving people the experience of, you know, living in a world of wellness, giving them that first kind of, you know, maybe swap out the, you know, the hot dog or the Kransky for a salad or something like that. And how does that make you feel? And then Mm. maybe, you know, try a bit of movement, you know, if you haven't got that in your life already. Mm. So, um, you know, Tally's got um, spin bikes or the CrossFit box or yoga or, you know, so giving people those experiences and then, you know, being able to see them every day and their, you know, their lives changing for the better and they're coming in and, you know, high-fiving and thinking you know this is really this is really amazing but um you know i I find a lot of people um just don't know where to start they don't Mm. they don't kind of until they kind of start on the journey and see the differences they you know live in a world that they they don't know what the experience is going to be like so Mm, correct i think that that pushes us forward to be able to and myself as well on top of that because it's the same um like i didn't really think i was a people pleaser but i might be because feedback i really thrive on so if it's even if it's bad, do something with it, you know, fix it. But really good feedback makes me feel good for days. You know, yeah. like when someone comes in and goes, you guys are so nice. And I'm like, oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> We're doing something right. Yeah. How do you handle the negative yeah. feedback? What do you say? Oh, I always, <laughs> I, I, I always sort of, okay, quiet. I'm like, really? She said that? <laughs> <laughs> How dare she? Um, no, you, you know, normally walk up and ask for the... Yeah. Yeah. I, I just get it and then we, we work on a way around it but not at the time because then it's reactive do you thank mm-hmm. him for the negative feedback? absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah. yeah we spoke about that too haven't we we spoke about tall poppy syndrome and how there's a lot of people mm-hmm. out there that see what you guys are doing and what you're achieving and we're going how come they get to do it and we don't get to do it and so they're trying to cut you down yeah. um, and maybe they're giving feedback that's warranted maybe they're giving feedback that's a bit you know biased or jaded but the ability to say thank you at both ends, whether it's good mm. feedback or negative yeah. feedback. It's great so that it helps keep you on toes though. Like there's things that happen that I'm not aware of because I'm really hyper-focusing on a very busy space of the business. So yeah. when people tell you that, you're like, right, yeah. onto it. And you want, you know, you want everyone to have the same experience. Yes. You know, you all want the time. To, absolutely. I, there's nothing worse than seeing someone walk out because we're too busy or, you know, I'll chase them. <laughs> that way. <laughs> I will. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, lots of exciting times ahead. You guys are in for the ride of your life. And mm. I just want to wish uh, these guys well on behalf of Damien and myself. An incredible journey 
over the next uh, four or five months. And, yeah. Um, well, it's a bit of watch this space. We might it be interviewing you again in another year or two with uh, another one. You never oh, we can bring oh. the little firecrackers with you there. <laughs> bring them in. I'll bring Absolutely. them up for you to line that yeah. camera, I'm telling you. Absolutely. We, we might use your, your studio as our studio. That's yeah. probably what we're going to do. The kids can be everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, in all seriousness, all the very best thank with you. the adventure that you're about to embark on. And, uh, yeah, thank you so much for coming in to the 100 Minutes no Studio. And as we like to always say to our guests, may the rest of your life, Amanda and Tez, be the best of your life. Fabulous. Thank, thank you. you. No Damo, thanks again for your wisdom. Marcus Pierce, great. Remember, folks, if you'd love to engage on this and let us know how inspired you are by the story of Amanda and Terry and just let us know what you think about this incredible, uh, I suppose, situation they've created. Uh, we'd love to hear your feedback. You can go to the facebook.com 100 not out and you can also go to the wellnesscatch.com to see all 20 podcasts available. And if you'd like to find out more about Damien, go to damienchristoph.com or myself at marcuspierce.com.au. And whilst we're at it, talking websites, for more information on Well and You, go to well and you, W-E-L-L-I-N-E-U-X.com. <laughs> and what's the website for telehealth? Oh, you can go to um, telehealth.com.au or crossfitsouthwealth.com or just search in Facebook or Instagram. Nice work. Find us. Well done. And until next week, folks, may the rest of your life truly be the best of your life. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.